0: We go to the hotline, we're going to bring on Dr. Drew. I think everybody knows Dr. Drew from the various shows that he does on radio and TV and the Internet. Dr. Drew, hey, you're on with Rick Lewis and Kathy Lee in Denver. Good morning.
1: Good morning, guys.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. Pleasure. Yeah, Uh, and you probably know that uh, Colorado just officially shut down the state this morning. Uh, as of 6 am, uh, California's been shut down now for a while. And so this let, is
1: let uh, me ask you something. Are you, are you finding that are you as you look forward to that as different than what you've been doing already? because I, I noticed when California shut down, we just sort of felt like well we're kind of already doing this. It just uh, it's more of a mandate and more people are participating.
0: You know it, it, it's hard to tell. you know this is the first day of it. For me personally, it doesn't change my life much because I'm still working. Um, but uh, there's a lot of people unemployed right now. Three million
1: new unemployment claims. Well, this is the question all this. You know, how much are people's lives going to be ruined by the, the efforts to contain this thing? And that, that's sort of what I've been worried about from the beginning is that uh, there's been a lot of panic. And the panic is not going to help things. We're all going to have to just do this very systematically and find a way through. But uh, you know, we're all in it together at least.
0: Yeah. And, and, and that's uh that's a great topic too. And we've, we've discussed it here off and on. Um, there certainly is panic building day to day. Uh, you can't escape it. It's, it's all over the media, the social media. it uh, want be to try to stay informed, but at the same time, uh, people are starting and I know people are starting to get depressed. Uh, there's anxiety yes, I, issues. I,
1: I, yes. I, I'm getting depressed. I don't know about you. I, and I'm, I spend most of my day talking people off the, off the ledge, yep. the panic, anxiety about this. And, uh, you know, I, the reality is that most people are going to be fine even if they get this thing. Uh, and we are really just all together trying to make an effort not to overwhelm our healthcare care system, which pretty clear, that you know, New York is an example of when things get out of control, how, how challenging it can become. The question, I think the hardest put in this whole thing is how and when we get back to work. Uh, you know, it's it's easier to shut things down than it is to roll things back. Mm-hmm. And I, w- one of the depressing things I'm finding is not being able to sort of plan. The, I feel helpless about the future. I can't see the road ahead. And so whenever any of our leaders start talking about w- whatever they start talking, whether, whether it's realistic or not, when they start talking about things that we can look forward to where we might lift the, the shutdown, it, it's actually encouraging, even if it doesn't end up being the case. I think we all need kind of some sort of road ahead.
0: I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes me feel better too, even if 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 it's just a hope that things will open up in two weeks or whatever. It gives you just a a little glimmer of hope, right? In a little light. Hope
1: is the word. People people need hope because it's very depressing without hope. And when they start talking about August, it's like, oh, what are we going to be like then? Are we going to have civil unrest? Are we going to be in one piece? Is anybody going to have a job? Is there going to be an economy? It's a scary prospect. When you start saying, well, look, we, we should really begin looking at local epidemiology. It doesn't make any sense anymore to talk about a national epidemiology. Colorado is different than California. We're different than New York City. It's not all the same thing. And there are regions that can begin to, in a few weeks, to start to, to trickle back and We'll have, figure out a way to monitor that. and You know, one of the things I'm looking forward to is uh, monitoring people's what's called serologies. Thus far, the testing, people get kind of confused about the testing situation. The testing has been all about diagnostics, testing for the virus. Now we need to begin thinking about testing for antibodies to this thing to see who has already had it, who has immunity. Where is it safe to start to uh, roll things back out again?
0: You know, uh, whenever you see somebody, whether it's a public official or someone in the medical profession, put out a little bit of light, a little bit of good news, it seems like then it immediately gets hammered down by other people in the media. Uh, and, right. and so and you feel like you just can't get up off the mat.
1: Right. And that's been what I've been critical of from the beginning, that I could, I could see the media inducing the panic. And now I see you're bringing up an issue I really I'm going to give them a break and see if they, you know, they have, everyone's kind of in a panic now. But I, I, you know, I could, I knew they were going to do some panic. I knew the panic was going to be no good. So my position from the beginning has always been: do not listen to the press. And I continue to say that, that they are, they are not a position to make. Uh, they don't even seem to understand what they're doing when they report medical issues. They can, they get confused about the, the testing issues. They, they, there's just so much that they are just misreporting and only reporting sensational.ly and that is not helpful in fact i would argue that is they are harming people they're harming this country when they do that it, it needs to be just let the people at the cdc listen to anthony fauci listen to the real experts do what they tell you their job is to keep us safe do no more do no less and we'll be fine
0: that sounds like what, you what, and i, what, I are, is, we're on the same page
1: the prompt, what, what is it that prompted colorado to shut down as, as you begin having an outbreak uh, we're over about a thousand cases right now uh, in, yeah, com- compared
0: state. to you guys, we're not even
1: close close
0: to what's going on in California and New York. But well,
1: I, no, no. I, One of my This is one of the things I'm a little bit mystified about. California had, yesterday only had 2,500 cases in a, in a population that's, what, five times the size of you guys? Yeah. No, really? Uh, okay. In, in, in a region of 30 million here in Southern California, which is all the surrounding counties around Los Angeles, Riverside, San Bernardino, Orange County, Riverside, uh, we have we had 1,100 cases. I I, I kind of think like you know the 1,100 out of 30 million. We're doing pretty good. We should be patting ourselves on the back and not not. Uh, it gets very disturbing when people in the press stand up and go. Today we have 300 more cases. I, that's great. Out of 30 million, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Congratulations for working so hard, staying home, sacrificing so much. Yeah, we have 1,086 cases. Um, 8,000 people tested and. 19 deaths so you have a so it's gonna and i'm and again only the people that are having complications from this thus far um are people in risk categories that's really where it's happening and that's the group that that we have to be concerned about And that's the group that needs to be quarantined um but i'm uh, if if your data is anywhere like anyone else the the hospitalization rate is about 10 percent yep uh and then the the complication fatality rate is around one percent and uh, what you, how many of how many? Well, we don't know the full numbers is the problem. We don't we don't know how many people actually have it out there. That's a, that's the number we need to begin to get is how many people have had it. How long has it been around? How is it being transmitted? And and how much longer do we need to be in a complete lockdown?
0: Well, Dr. Drew, I know you're on a tight schedule. Uh, I'd love to have you on again sometime. It, it, it makes me feel better talking to you that at least you you've got a sense of optimism left. Not many people have that anymore, and I think people need that. People need to know that there is hope.
1: Absolutely. We're, we're, we should be congratulating ourselves. You're working hard to, to block this thing from, from progressing. And remember, 80% of the people that get this are going to have mild illness. So don't fear that you're going to have dreadful complications. It's going to be mild. If you have people, loved ones in your life that are over the age of 65 or now they're saying over 60, be, be careful. Keep them quarantined. Don't expose them, and uh, we will get to get through this thing.
0: Thanks for the Thanks message. For coming on, much appreciated. Yeah. All right, Doctor Drew. Uh, Doctor Drew dot com uh, is the website for all of Doctor Drew's shows, and he's got a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad he came on the show. It, uh, we got to hear. We have to hear some good news. Yeah. While this is going on, because people are feeling it, and as he said, he's feeling it. I'm feeling it. You're feeling yeah. it. Yeah there's a lot of anxiety people are getting depressed you know people uh people's lives will be destroyed just from the reaction to this there's no doubt and and that's the debate at what point do you pull back on it yeah then i i don't know
1: he was i mean but he was completely right on so many things